Hi, this is the Python Foo Masters podcast with Master Hun. This is episode 22, season 1. I apologize for the long delay, but I have uh, really interesting news. Uh, this past week, I've don't don't want any mention names or organizations because I didn't get their permission to talk about them, but I can just talk about it in a very general sense. I'm not going to mention anyone's name, uh, but I will talk about information that is readily available uh, online, news articles. So basically, I met with uh, two people at one how would a uh, non how would I put it? They operate after school program two organizations in Southern California that operate many after school programs and would of a track record in STEM. Not particularly coding, uh, not specializing in coding, but coding as part of STEM. And I talked to two people in one organization and two other people in a different organization, and I learned a lot. Uh, not all of it good news, unfortunately. But to sum it up, there from the federal uh, from the and you can look this up uh and you can see this for yourself you can see if you go to edsearch.com there's a september 20 there's a news article from september 25th 2017 the title the title is President Trump earmarks $200 million in federal grants for STEM computer science programs. And then the other, okay. And then a more recent one from this year on medium.com. It's from February 4th, 2019. The news article is titled U.S. Department of Education prioritizes computer science funding. So, but where does, where does it, it's all the, it's all the devil is in the details, right? So the details are that, and again, I don't want to mention any part anybody's names or names of organizations because I have not gotten any permission, anybody's permission to mention their names or talk about them. But in a general set, very generally, so I met with two different STEM after-school program providers. And basically, they will be this fall 2019 in different school districts. They will be implementing an after-school coding for kids uh, after-school program in several different public schools, 
elementary, middle school, and high school, I believe, if I got that correct. But basically, to sum it all up, from what from what they have from what from what these from the people that I've talked to who are part of these organizations from what they from the information that they have given to me the details the specific details that they've given to me which is not readily available which you would you the public wouldn't know about well basically I don't have I don't think this is going to work out very well I think bottom line is and of course I'm biased of course I'm very biased my opinion is very biased unfortunately I think it's just going to be a lot of millions and millions of dollars uh, 200 million dollars federal grant money in, uh, in other words I think it's just going to be wasted uh, I don't think it's going to get the results that 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 we want which is to is to actually teach kids who wouldn't otherwise have access to coding classes to actually learn how to code i think most of this money is going to be wasted and most of the time most of these kids are going to be wasted and why do I think that? And it's not from, actually, it's, I mean, it's not all coming from me. It's, I think this, I don't want to point any fingers or name anybody, but from what, from the vibe, okay, let's say that, from the vibe that I'm getting from the people that I've talked to who are part of these organiz these after-school STEM providers or organizations, I think that what is the biggest problem? The biggest problem is something I've talked about before in a previous episode, engagement. If you cannot engage with the students, whether they're children or adults, then student retention becomes a problem. And it's not really the curriculum. It's not really the curriculum. And I've talked to, I've talked to it. I've, I mean, I talked, I know a church member who has more than at least 10 years of, of experience in the educational slash tutoring field. And, and I've talked to other educators and the private, private and public both in private public schools and private schools and the bottom line is is student engagement which results in student retention and ultimately hopefully you have you have the students actually learn something and really benefits from it and and I don't want, and I don't want to give you the impression that I know all the answers. I don't know all the answers. I know it's important. I have, I'm developing my own strategies, 
strategies to increase student engage, trying to think of different ways to increase, to maintain student engagement, and of course, maintain student and to keep student retention high. Because if I'm not, because if I do not engage, if I'm not engaged with the students, then student retention will go down, student attrition will go up, I'll lose students, and then I won't have anybody to teach. So I know it's important. And unfortunately, we don't live in a world where you can expect, you can just assume that students will be always engaged, that we have we now live in a world where there are literally more than a thousand and one different distractions for the kids the internet social media netflix life family issues so many different things more than a thousand one different things that are going on that distract so you just cannot assume that the student will be paying attention so do I do I have all the answers? No, I don't have all the answers. I know it's some I know that this is the main issue, student engagement, student retention. So how do you how do you engage how do you keep the kids engaged? I don't have all the answers. I I think I have a I mean I'm coming up developing my own strategies. And I don't, no one has the answer. No one has the solution. There is no one solution. There's no magic bullet, no magic formula. No one has that. No one has it. Both in the private and in the pub, not both in private schools and pro- public, private, both private and public schools. No one has the answer. We're still figuring it out, but I can tell you, but I can tell you, it's not really the curriculum. The curriculum is part of the answer. So better curriculum will lead to better re- in student engagement, but it's not a guarantee. It's not the mo- most important thing. The most important thing are is the teacher. It ha- it's a it's a it's a it's about a relation developing relationship. And that's not easy to do. Relationships are hard to do. It's hard to be engaged. It's hard to be engaging. So I have, uh, so I'm working on some ideas. And I think I have an idea. I think I have a sense of, of how to, because I have, because I have more than 10 years of experience teaching adults and children, martial arts, chess, computers, coding, robotics. So I have a I have a pretty good idea of what the issues are, what the problem is. And I think I have I think I have a set of tools, tactics and strategies that I can use. I definitely made lots of mistakes. <laughs> so I know what doesn't work. But the I, well, okay. So that's the bad news. Um, a lot of tax dollar, federal tax dollars, are going to be wasted on coding classes, where initially student engagement and retention will be high, but very quickly student engagement. Well, basically, 
student engagement and retention will student retention will go down. <laughs> so it'll start off it'll start off good and then it'll then it's gonna essentially it's gonna be a waste of time and money. That's the bad news. That's my bad that's my unfortunate prediction. But to end on a positive note, I think the good news is, is that there will be more awareness about computer science and coding in the public schools and in, and also private schools. So I think co all coding for kids and coding for adult instructors, more awareness will be generated by the end of this year code ninjas will definitely there'll be more interest in code ninjas there'll be more interest in coding classes for kids and adults it'll be in the news more often so i think least in that sense i can end on a positive note and say that even though a lot of millions of tax dollars are going to be wasted. And unfortunately, kids are going to, kids are going to, maybe some false hope will be generated. But I think that let's try to, trying to end on a positive note. There'll be more awareness. And I think everyone in the coding for kids and coding for adults market will benefit with the increased awareness and the increased interest in coding for kids and for adults also and in com and in computer science education so i think that's the that's the good news then <laughs> if we can call that the good news okay well thank you very much for listening to episode 22 season one of the python Foo masters podcast with master thank you very much and wishing you all the best